Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in Thursday edition, Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. I am Clay Travis. I hope wherever you are across this great country or this great world, you are having a fantastic, maybe a little bit early start to your weekend. I know that it's Thursday, but a lot of people getting ready to get out and have some fun, ready for summer vacation season. I know next week we got the big 4th of July weekend. Buck Sexton, you are here with me in Nashville, and you, my friend, finally got some of the good barbecue that we are known for. And I want to give you credit. I know you're a New Yorker. First of all, congrats for eating barbecue. Secondly, you were actually willing to walk to a restaurant. You didn't get in an Uber and get told to put a mask on. I was I was excited about the barbecue situation here. As you know, you go across the country. So I spent a lot of time in Texas. Yes. I'd say more more than any other place that has a lot of barbecue pride. Although believe it or not, Brooklyn, New York I've is heard snooty. that they I've heard snooty. that they're trying to brag about their barbecue in Brooklyn. Didn't the New York Times like say Brooklyn barbecue was the best at some point and the right. whole world like but revolted? You have to remember in Brooklyn barbecue, you're supposed to know like the name of the cow before you eat it. And <laughs> was the cow treated, you know, in a way that is it organically know, it, uh, yeah. or, uh, the, the best possible uh, uh, the Wagyu or whatever it is. And you got. Yes. OK, that uh, makes so sense. I had been here before uh, visiting. Uh, we we had dinner and, and my, my girlfriend was with me and we wanted to go. So we went to a I can't remember the name. It was a great restaurant in downtown Nashville. But we actually asked the, the chef. What's the best barbecue restaurant? Now, I don't want to give the, all three of them because he gave us three. Yeah, there's a lot. But Peg Leg Porker was on the list. And I went you to could this walk. place and I, I walked right to his right in the neighborhood here. Um, I mean, Nashville barbecue. I, I love Texas barbecue too. Nashville barbecue. I had North Carolina barbecue last summer. I just can't weigh in on this feud. It, just, they've all got something good going and for them. And Memphis will be fired up that you're giving some shout outs to Nashville. There's a lot of really good barbecue places in downtown Nashville that you can walk to. Edley's Barbecue, Martin's Barbecue. I'm giving a shout-outs here. Peg Leg Porker. But you were blown away. You came in and you were like, dude, this Peg Leg Porker place was phenomenal. One of, I mean, Hard Aid in Dallas is amazing. There are some others that I'd have to throw out. Peg Leg Porker 
one of the best barbecue experiences I've ever had. And it's like, and just, it's exactly what you want. You go into the place, they're like calling out the number, you sit down. The, see, here's the, here's the secret, the sides. When a barbecue place, yeah, a lot of them have great meat, let's just, yes. and which is obviously the main event, right? You're there for that. But the sides were absolutely astonishing. That's what you got to have. Peg Lake Porker has, there's been a big dispute in Nashville local politics about property taxes getting jacked up by the mayor of Nashville, who's been kind of an imbecile during COVID, to be frank. Uh, not an imbecile like, uh, like, you know, Bill de Blasio necessarily or, uh, many other big city mayors, but the of Tennessee has done a really good job of trying to keep everything up and running. But I guarantee you that he will hear that you have been there, the owner of Peg Like Porker, and he's going to be like, this is, uh, this is one of the highlights of, uh, of his year. It's been a tough year, but the food there is amazing. You know what I did? I, uh, there's a new Pixar movie out. And my six-year-old gets to dictate pretty much everything in our house. And so we watch the new Pixar movie, and then College World Series is underway. And I think, for those people out there who are, maybe you're turned off by the political nature of a lot of sports, the College World Series is, I think, the most underrated sporting event in the entire country. And Vanderbilt had a game uh, against Stanford that was going on last night, which was an extraordinary game. And so that was the wild night that I had. I watched Pixar movies, ate pizza, and watched baseball. Vanderbilt versus Stanford. Are, are all the, the guys in the dugout drinking frappuccinos? <laughs> you know, are they all looking through a monocle at each other out at the left field? You know, I think Vanderbilt. This is my personal opinion. I think Vanderbilt and Stanford are the two best universities in the entire country. Now, I happen to be a double alum of Vanderbilt, so I'm a little bit biased there, but. I grew up in Nashville. I'd never been out to the West Coast at all until I was in college. One of my roommates was from San Francisco. So we went out and spent some time in San Francisco before San Francisco had gone insane. This was when San Francisco uh, was uh, was just kind of rising into uh, into the tech behemoth that it would become. And Stanford, I think, maybe the maybe the most beautiful campus anywhere in the country. I got to tell you, San Francisco should be one of the greatest cities I in, the, in the world I agree. based on how incredibly beautiful it is but instead we have to look at this and say at least some of these places now are big bright neon signs of what happens when the far left social justice it's totally true gets turned into nobody fights this is one of the benefits buck i think of people fighting whether you agree or disagree a battle when you have one party rule it basically turns into a form of totalitarianism and you don't end up having real debates going on. So I talked to people, lots of friends who live out in the Bay Area. You can't walk around without needles being everywhere. You can't like the, the idea that you would leave anything into a car. You basically have to leave your car door unlocked so that people don't break your windows to steal things. And if they do steal things, we talked about this, the viral video of uh, the guy going in and just unloading inside of the inside of the convenience store. They don't even do anything to people breaking the law now. The great red migration to red states is a result, I think, in part of how some of these states at the, you know, in the whole state has gotten so blue. Yes. That that it doesn't matter how crazy things get in the city because there won't be any any upper level effect in the state government. Because remember, I mean, we saw this during covid in New York with Governor Cuomo, who occasionally would just. Lay the smackdown on de Blasio, the, the state, right. you know, the state government's more powerful than the local government. But when you have 
a blue, blue city and a super blue state, what do you have for people that want to actually have some sanity, have constitutional rights, lower taxes? You got folks like like me, for example, many others. You know, my bro- my two brothers moved to Florida in the last right. year. I'm here with you in Nashville right now. Texas, Florida, the Carolinas are getting a lot of people too. Idaho. These are all states that and people say, oh, don't bring your left wing politics here. The people that are coming now from this is anecdotal, but they tend to be the red, the the, the red voters in the blue states. They so are everyone needs to, you know, I'm showing up at peg leg porker. Don't worry. about it. They are refugees in my neighborhood right now. I live in an area of Nashville called Franklin, Tennessee. There isn't a single house for sale. Not one. Because everybody from California and everybody from New York and a lot of people from the Chicago area, they're so fed up with what is going on in their state. And people here get nervous. They say, hey, don't bring your failed politics to my part of the country, right? Don't be a locust. Destroy and ravage everything there and then support the same politics that made you leave. I am cautiously optimistic that the people who are leaving are totally fed up. And here's a crazy stat for you, Buck. More people voted for Donald Trump in the state of California than in Texas. Now, that's partly a function of population, certainly. But Texas got a lot of people, too. There are so many people, I think, fed up that are in California and in New York that this was the tipping point for them. COVID and the insanity. Los Angeles County, I think, has over a million registered Republicans. New York City, I know, has over a million registered Republicans. You start to look at the 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 aggregate numbers, the overall numbers, and even a lot of these very blue states. You know, maybe it's sixty percent Democrat statewide in some of the big right. states, but that still means you got a big chunk of yes. folks who are trying to figure out what what are we going to do here, and and you know what really should be the next steps. And I think that the fact that people are voting with their feet in the way that they are is a good thing. You know, I, I by the way, to your point about people not bringing their left-wing politics with them, which has been a huge complaint. You know, I was in Austin recently, and they're always saying Terrified in Austin, in Texas of they're, that. they're always saying in Austin, this is what happens when all the Californians who are liberal, not you red, not you red voter Californians show up. But my, my brothers, one of the things we like to do is we go to, we go to gun ranges, tactical ranges, and, and my brothers are, are big uh, gun enthusiasts, as am I, although it's difficult in New York City. And one of my brothers was in a, he's in, he's buying his first as a resident of Florida, his first legal firearm yes. in the state of Florida. And and the guy kind of, as they're checking out, he's just like, Gretter. he saw his New York license yeah. or, you know, he had just, he, or rather he saw something in his data that he was from New York. I think he had changed over his license, but he saw that he had, he had changed over uh, from New York. And he's just like, don't bring your politics here, buddy. <laughs> At the gun store, and, and, of course. Yeah, of all the places. I'll tell you this. One of my buddies uh, who lives in my neighborhood, every time he meets someone who has newly moved in, the first thing he says is red or blue. Uh, and and almost to a word, there is a, oh, red. The reason we're coming here is because we have been driven insane by California or New York. This has been the tipping point. And now I understand a lot of people out there listening to us right now. The concern in North Carolina, the concern in Georgia, the concern in many of these states that southern states in particular that are right there on the pivot point, North Carolina, close Senate race, close uh, decision and who was going to be a win the 2020 election. Obviously, we know all of the insanity that's been going on in Georgia. Those aren't Georgians and those aren't North Carolinians, right? Those are people who have been transplanted from the East Coast. And so that's the fear in places like Tennessee, Texas, Florida, that all these outsiders are going to come in and start to bring their left wing politics with them. 
I'm hopeful that's not going to be the case because I think the reason they're coming here is because of the exact opposite reason. Can I do a super smooth transition on guns now to yes. the Democrats pretending that it's not defund the police? That's the problem, folks. It's guns again. Just suddenly guns. That's what Joe Biden gave a speech about yesterday. Clay and I are going to break this down, and I mean break it down, because it was a lot of absurdity, misdirection, and silliness. Should we play the Joe Biden ridiculous clip first as we're about to go to break here and then play it again for people to enjoy as we come back to break all this down? I, I, think li- I when, when stupid clips exist, Buck, I feel like there's a lot of value in being able to enjoy them more than once. Let so re- let's go ahead and do that. Mike, pot up. Joe Biden letting everybody know that if they really want to overthrow the government, they need F-15s and nuclear weapons, not guns. The Second Amendment from the day it was passed limited the type of people who could own a gun and what type of weapon you could own. You couldn't buy a cannon. Those who say the blood of the the blood of patriots, you know, and all the stuff about how we're going to have to move against the government. Well, the tree of liberty is not water with the blood of patriots. What's happened is that there are Never been. If you wanted to think you need to have weapons to take on the government, you need F-15s and maybe some nuclear weapons. The point is that there's always been the ability to limit, rationally limit the type of weapon that can be owned and who can own it. It's like he's never heard of Afghanistan for the last, well, going on decades now, actually, quite some time. It's a lot like, of money we spent over there. And also, I'm pretty sure there was a group of ragtag rebels a few hundred years ago who were greatly outmanned outgunned and yet a bunch of guys in red coats had to find somewhere else to hang out because turns out that an armed citizenry can be quite effective against tyranny but we don't play we will return to that we'll play that clip for you again it, it's an embarrassment by the way that that's the president of the united states and just the um, way he's talking i mean come on I, that is a ridiculous joe biden is a sub mediocrity that's the way I, this guy he's just been around for that long he's the guy who is in the back office you're like what exactly and now they've made him president you're like what does he even do here He's Milton Wadhams at the top of the Democrat Party for you office space fans out there. That's one of the best movies of all time. Totally agree. It really is. Uh, All right. When we come back, we're going to play that clip for you again. And we'll also discuss what the significance is of the Democratic Party suddenly finding religion on the absurdity of defund the police. But first, we want to let you know. If there's anything we've learned since 2020, nothing quite as important as a powerful immune system. Over 20 years ago, Dr. Dennis Black He invented Texas superfood, and it is the original Texas superfood. It is incredible. 55 vine-ripened fruits and vegetables, plus probiotic and digestive enzymes. You can build your entire body's defense from the inside out. My wife is taking this. She is far more healthy than I am. She's going to live to be 115 years old. Thanks very much to Dr. Black, because he's pointing out that your immune system job is to detect, deflect, and destroy bacteria you come into contact with. Texas Superfood boosts your immune system better than anything on the market. Get hooked up now. It is the absolute best buy you can make. If you can't, won't, or don't eat all your fruits and vegetables every day, Texas Superfood was made for you. I'm telling you, my wife is as healthy as they come. She loves this. You can start boosting your immune system for under $2 a day. Go to TexasSuperfood.com slash Clay or call 855-TEXAS-55. That's TexasSuperfood.com slash Clay or call 855 Texas 55. 
The Second Amendment from the day it was passed limited the type of people who could own a gun, what type of weapon you could own. You couldn't buy a cannon. Those who say the blood of the the blood of patriots, you know, and all the stuff about how we're going to have to move against the government. Well, the tree of liberty is not water with the blood of patriots. What's happened is that there are never been, if you wanted to think you need to have weapons to take on the government, you need F-15s and maybe some nuclear weapons. The point is that there's always been the ability to limit, rationally limit the type of weapon that can be owned and who can own it. Welcome back to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show. Buck Sexton here, Clay Travis right with me, diving into Joe Biden's, I think, largely diversionary speech yesterday meant to take away from the notion that defund the police, as we discussed on this show, took quite a quite a hit, at least in the New York City mayoral election, where the pro-police candidate came out on top. And that could have ramifications for similar races and certainly raises the uh, eyebrows of some Democrats looking closely at what it's going to turn into for the midterms. We want to hear your thoughts on the Biden gun speech. I mean, here he goes again. This is the same stuff we always hear. Biden going anti-gun. 800-282-2882. Remember to go to clayandbuck.com for news stories that we're talking about and also transcripts and other fun stuff from the show. Clay, what do you find? This is one of those those sound bites that we have where we could we could tear it apart in five or ten different ways and go on for an hour. But I want your your top of the line. Why is this among the dumbest, probably the worst, but among the dumbest things that uh, Biden said yesterday in the speech? What jumps out to me, Buck, is this is the exact opposite of the argument surrounding the, in quotes, insurrection, which is really just, let's be honest, a riot among a billion riots that took place surrounding 2020 at the Capitol. And what do I mean by that? You heard and have heard and continue to hear from Democrats that this was a legitimate assault upon government. That's the entire purpose of calling it an insurrection. Yet virtually no one was armed with anything, Buck. Everyone just about who went into the Capitol, by the way, the most majority of people just kind of did it as a gallivanting type thing. But even the ones who went into the Capitol and have been charged with serious wrongdoing, almost none of them had what we would consider to be any sort of traditional weapon, right? Yet people are saying, oh, this was an insurrection. They were trying to overthrow the government. Well, now we have Joe Biden here, Buck, saying, if you're going to really try to take over the government, you need F-15s and maybe some nuclear weapons. I'm not an expert in exactly what everybody had who was involved in the, quote, insurrection. But, Buck, I didn't see any F-15s parked outside of the U.S. uh, Capitol, and I certainly didn't see anybody with any kind of tactical nuclear weapons that they were trying to storm uh, the Capitol with. And you also have to wonder, this is a commander-in-chief, he is, folks, in Joe Biden, who seems to have very little understanding of the history of rebellion, of counterinsurgency, of U.S. military operations and other countries' military operations in developing world countries stretching back now for a long time. It's not just as easy as we have nukes, so we will control you. I mean, this this is an idiotic thing that the left often says. They, they roll this argument out, and it's because they honestly... Guns is an area, and I want to come back to this with you, Clay. I want to put this thought out there. It doesn't matter how ignorant a leftist is when it comes to guns, as long as they are opposed and they know that. 
It's virtue signaling with ignorance attached to it, and they don't care. It doesn't even... Journalists, it doesn't matter to them whatsoever. We'll come back to this in just a second, but, you know, the secret is out. People are abandoning their overpriced wireless carriers and flocking to Pure Talk to get the exact same coverage. Clay and I have our Pure Talk phones, and yes, the coverage is crystal clear. 20,000 Rush listeners have already made the switch over the last year, so what are the rest of you waiting for? Plus, their customer service is located right here in the U.S., and their CEO is a veteran of the U.S. military. Pure Talk is absolutely top-rated. I love the service. So does Clay. You do. Get a limited talk tax plus six gigs of data, all for just $30 a month. From your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say Pure Talk. You'll save 50% off your first month. That's pound 250, say Pure Talk. You'll have the option to receive a one-time auto-dial text from Pure Talk USA. You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. Armstrong, he's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. I am Buck Sexton. And my main man here, Clay Travis, we are diving into this Biden speech. It's it's like a speech that we've all heard already from the left a million times about guns. 
He's saying stuff about how no one needs a uh, 100 rounds. Meanwhile, in things like the New York Safe Act, to give you a sense of how this goes, they ban 10-round magazines, which is standard in pretty much all handguns that you you would go out and buy. So you have to go get a special a special magazine, not a not a clip by the way. If you call it a clip, all all of conservative media clay comes comes for you and I gets am, angry I'm going to defer to you Buck on all gun related issues even though I am from Tennessee. And when you are young in the state of Tennessee, they give you guns and just let you start shooting at things, right? Like, that's kind of a birthright in the South. See, I've had to deal with it from the opposite end, which is where if you want to get a gun in New York City, and I'm not even talking about getting a concealed carry, if you want a premise permit, and people in Texas and Tennessee and Florida and... You know, and Montana, name a state, right? I mean, I just I can't name all the red states right now. They're they're going to laugh at this. You have to wait about six to nine months, probably more like over a year now that the post COVID bureaucratic thing has uh, delayed everything. You have to go get a, a fingerprinted uh, background checked on. Costs you three hundred and fifty bucks, it's something wild. like that. And this is to be able to own a anything, a shotgun for going, you know, sporting clays, you know, uh, anything you want to do, and you have to keep the weapon. In a lock box with a lock on it. This is the actual rule. Your ammunition in a separate lock box. And oh, by the way, a trigger guard on the firearm that is in the locked box. So the best thing you can do when the, when the home invasion or the burglar comes is actually throw your weapon <laughs> in the case at the guy's head. So that's how the, that's how the libs actually want to do gun control. This is all wild to me. Well, the good thing is we know that all of the criminals are definitely main, main, putting their weapons in that manner. The video that went viral in Brooklyn, I believe it was, I'm sure you've seen it, of the kids, the 13-year-old and the 6-year-old out in the street that she miraculously right. were not hit as the uh, 25-year-old, I think it was, guy was being shot the the great fallacy of all of this, and I think anybody with a functional brain would acknowledge this if you really sat down with them. Every single crime that is committed with a gun has been prohibited by law 10 or 15 different ways by the time the crime is occurring. Right. The idea that you can legislate in some way more safety is, I think, one of the great fallacies that is out there right now. And this also then brings us to why are they doing this? Why would Joe Biden yesterday take time out? Think of what we still we got an economy that should be off like a rocket ship post post pandemic, which I think we could all say there's still covid. Yes, but we are really post pandemic now in this country. And we should have a a booming economy. But instead, we have crises like the deeply insecure, really open border and the huge spike in violence, which Clay and I have been talking about a lot all week. And what do they want to focus on? Guns. Why? Because it excites the left wing base. The the journos parade ignorance about firearms. They think of them as as icky. This is how you got. You remember a few years ago, USA Today, uh, USA Today had the. Uh, the attachments, the scary attachments on AR rail systems, and they had the famous, infamous now, chainsaw bayonet. Do you remember the chainsaw <laughs> bayonet photo? Which every gun guy I know and gal was like, this is the most amazing. There was a run on chainsaw bayonets on the internet now because it became a thing. You know, people wanted to get, because that's how absurd the journos are when they talk about these issues. But Clay, the reason that you had this speech yesterday, I think it's very clear, is they need 
a narrative other than defund the police is the problem. They have they now know they can't hide from us anymore. So it's let's make guns the problem that keeps our base happy and allows us to stick a thumb in the eye of every Republican in the country by saying, "Okay, you don't like all this crime. We're coming after your lawfully owned firearms. It's a clear bait and switch. And it's devious in its profoundly dishonest perspective. Because, as we talked about on the show earlier this week, the Ferguson effect is a real thing, Buck. In the wake of the Ferguson protest, we saw murder rates in cities that were the most active skyrocket. And then we finally kind of got back to some form of normalcy. And then what happened? Another election year. It's amazing. It's probably just a total coincidence, right? Every four years, Black Lives Matter surges up. People protest, the police are awful, and then we dial it back, and you know what's going to happen again? 2024, there's going to be another viral incident, and this thing is going to cycle back up, and the people who end up being the victims here, really, in this maniacal pursuit of power, are the, this is real, Buck, this is real, this is what gets me so fired up. There are thousands of people that would otherwise be alive right now but for the defund the police movement. If police had been allowed to do their jobs, Buck, all over this country and protect everyone, black, white, Asian, Hispanic, these are the numbers that are out there. Atlanta, homicides this year, up 58%. Portland, Buck, 533% increase in murders. Philadelphia, 37%. Los Angeles, 22%. New York City, where they just had the mayoral election, up 13%. These are tangible lives that are being ripped away, and no one cares. If defund the police was in any way a good idea, if this made any sense, don't you think that there would be at least some people from within the law enforcement community, retired, let's say, who who don't have to draw a paycheck anymore, who would come out and say, you know what? We really do need to do something here. You never see anyone, whether they were in the force, in law enforcement or not, come out who knows anything about the issue of uh, criminal justice, statistics, any of the metrics you could use to, to gauge whether this works or not. No one ever comes out and says, yeah, you know what, this is really going to help us. In fact, what you see in the Democrats don't want this to take root in people's minds is at some level, the activist left, I really believe this, the activist left thinks exactly what you're talking about, which is the enormous increase in homicides, in shootings overall. And remember, even if someone doesn't die, people are getting wounded. Uh, having a shooting on your block is bad for neighborhood morale. It makes people terrified. It makes real estate value go down over time. These kinds of things have secondary order effects. But as as we continue to look at this, they they view this as a price that we have to pay both because clay of the sins of the past and also as part of our rethinking and essentially revolution in law enforcement in this country. The rethinking of police that we've been talking about is going to result in something like this, a big surge in crime. They won't say it openly, but I've heard people talking about this when the cameras aren't around. To make an omelet, you got to break a few eggs. That's the attitude. The One of my big theories, Buck, is that the Internet is a blame factory. As soon as anything happens, 
people immediately rush to figure out who's to blame. And it can be things that aren't that serious. Remember Harambe when the kid ended up in the uh, at Cincinnati Zoo, ended up in there with the gorilla? Immediately, everybody's like, okay, who's to blame? The mom, the dad, whatever the situation is. The internet assesses blame. That's fine. As long as the blame is in some way connected to data and rational policy analysis. The data is transparent, clear, and there is no argument to the contrary. The reason why the murder rate is skyrocketing is because of defund the police and the Black Lives Matter movement. That is 100% incontrovertibly the reason why this crime rate is increasing. Well. Clay, I just want to tell you, Jen Psaki disagrees. So we're going to have to, you know, Psaki bomb is going to go off in it's this office in a few minutes. infuriating to me, though, because the data is so transparent. Look at it. It tells the story. We don't even need to argue about it. Let's line up and knock down some of the diversions and lies from Democrats around defund as soon as we come back. And any folks who want to join us in that, call in 800 282 2882 also clay follow us on twitter on facebook if you're on any social media platform you're not on tiktok are you by any chance i, I you know what no i'm you afraid don't of, the- <laughs> i'm afraid of having to join too many of these social media platforms yeah, the chinese surveillance operation yeah, is also not maybe a little bit that also i'm too old i got my kids are going to be on tiktok I, I i tried to figure out snapchat once and i was like this is too much for me i felt like a guy who couldn't get the vcr to record anyway <laughs> We'll come back to this in just a moment. But like you, I really pay close attention to our nation's economy and how it affects all of us. And, you know, inflation is surging. That's clear. Plus, you have trillions of dollars of overspending in the last 12 months from the federal government with trillions more spending uh, of spending coming down the pike. And they want to do this under the infrastructure headline. Right. Guess what? Eventually, math matters, my friends. That's why I want you to have real gold and silver delivered securely and privately to your home as a hedge against the madness of the left. You can have real gold put into your IRA or 401k. Call the Oxford Gold Group right now at 833-404-GOLD. The Oxford Gold Group will teach you everything you need to know about owning real gold, and it's a lot easier than you'd think. This is one of a few select sponsors the EIB has embraced in the past few months because they've passed all the tests and safeguards that Rush taught us to pay attention to. Excellent customer service, providing something of real value and respecting this audience and program's longstanding relationship. Call the Oxford Gold Group at 833-404-GOLD to get your free precious metals investment guide. Again, that's 833-404-GOLD, the Oxford Gold Group. Call them today. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show, finishing off the first hour of the program, Thursday edition. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. We're unpacking what I would say is the Democrats' attempt to pivot away from defund the police. Pivot might be too aggressive, uh, too lenient of a phrase. Run as fast as they can pell-mell in the opposite direction. And they're also trying to obfuscate, to confuse people as to why the murder rate and violent rate of crime is skyrocketing across the country including in there last night on CNN, no big surprise here, Susan Rice, White House domestic policy advisor. She wanted to make it clear that Joe Biden, he's not opposed to police at all. President Biden's approach is not to defund the police. He's been very explicit uh, in opposing that. He wants to invest in our communities and in safety. That includes investing in public safety and giving police and police forces the resources they need, but it's much broader than that because you can't just deal with this problem through law enforcement. You need to deal with its root causes. 
Clay, these are word games, you'll notice. Investing in communities, investing in public safety. Won't say investing in police because that would basically be saying defund, bad idea, refund, good idea. And the Democrats can't allow that narrative to take hold because then they would start to see. Remember, when I was talking about the activist class thinking that this is a necessary period of transition with the escalations and violence in cities across the country, that's 10 to 20 percent of the Democrat Party that feels like abolish police is the real goal. Yes. Well, actually, they talk about this. But when you look at the top of the Democrat power apparatus, Joe Biden himself and and Susan Rice, who obviously was a big deal in the Obama administration, too. These are people who recognize that the American people are absolutely not with this defund police notion in real numbers, especially as they see what the data that you've been talking about shows for what this means for public safety. So it is funny that they're trying to walk away from this now. Why won't they condemn it, though, Clay? If we had real journalists in this country, every Biden official would be like, so do you do you condemn defund the police? Do you agree? No questions about it now. No, let's talk about guns. Let's talk about banning chainsaw bayonets and 500 round bazooka machines and whatever other stuff that they talk about because they don't know anything about guns. What I would say, Buck, is there's an easy analogy to draw here. Think about how often Republicans have been quizzed about Liz Cheney and what they believe about her political beliefs. How many times have you heard Joe Biden really pressed on, hey, do you agree with AOC and the squad's relentless attack upon the idea of police? That's a real issue that has a tangible cost in lives lost that almost no one is talking about. And and keep in mind, we've played Susan Rice, we played uh, Joe Biden. The number of different excuses for the rise in violent crime and murder, guns, COVID, lockdowns, which is ironic, all of these different, we don't, uh, we, and then now Susan Rice, oh, we don't even agree with defund the police from the get-go. All of these are excuses for what the root cause is here, which is the murder rate is skyrocketing on a level, Buck, that a huge percentage of our listeners have never seen happen in their lives. If you are 40 or younger, this is the biggest and most sustained crime increase of your life. The lies that they told about the reason for the rise weren't even sensible. It didn't even it didn't even add up when they started to look at this and say that I mean COVID lockdowns, people out less, doing less, around each other less, and every other country that had lockdowns, mind you, saw decreases in violent crime, which makes sense because you have people interacting in general less. The lies were obvious in the beginning, but people went along with it. I do want to get in a couple of our uh callers here, because I know we got a lot of thoughts on this one. Two eight two eight hundred two eight two two eight eight two. Uh Matt in Ohio. You're on the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show. Hey, good afternoon. Hey, congrats on the, the uh, show. I really have enjoyed it so far. But uh, the point I, I was making was this to your screeners, that what's going on right now in the country reminds me of the post-Vietnam era. I was just kind of removed from it a few years, not being drafted. And when the vets came home, how they were treated is kind of like the police force is being treated now. And it was all driven. That's a great, anal- Sorry, that's a great analogy, Matt. You know, in, you, in the schools, you know, I was at that era where I was going, finishing high school and going into college, and there was never a view from the right. It was always from the socialist type of view. 
it just seems like now that's where we are. It's all driven from the left, and it's the police are horrible guys when really they were just kind of like the vets. They were just doing their jobs that they were set out to do. Matt, thank you so much. You know, I, I used to work with law enforcement, and I can t- I got law enforcement in my family, career patrol officer actually in my in my family, and uh, some of some of my favorite people are cops, and it really every single one of them that I talk to. They they feel the way you do about how we're just not showing as a nation right now. There's a lack of respect for those who are holding the line for law and order. Jason in Charleston, South Carolina, a wonderful place, by the way. Jason, great to have you. Hey, uh, Clay and Buck, thanks for having me on. You know, I just wanted to refer back to President Biden's speech on guns. It's pretty obvious to all of us that he really doesn't have an understanding of the Second Amendment or its purposes. But I find it funny that the part that, that he thinks is pretty obvious or that he thinks is pretty safe to say something like, uh, you know, it was never intended for people to have cannons uh, when the Second Amendment was originally drafted. Well, as a matter of fact, it was, and, and private citizens did. And under Article One, uh, the Congress has the power to grant letters of mark, which send out private citizens to, uh, you know, contribute to war efforts if necessary using this armament they had amassed. So, Really, the main point that I think he misses and a lot of Second Amendment uh, critics miss is that the Second Amendment is part of our national defense, and I think that's really important to, to highlight. Jason, excellent, excellent analysis and, and historical accuracy, Clay. Isn't it nice? I, I'm telling you, the callers are stepping up their game. I'm pretty impressed as the week is going on. When we talk about guns with this audience, my friend, we can find somebody <laughs> that will tell us how to fix the 240 Gulf on a Blackhawk in about 30 seconds if we need to. We're going to talk to you about a big law license suspension involves one of your favorite people from the Trump administration. That is coming up. You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 